Oh yeah, what's up, Rose Betches? How the hell are ya? It is Edward, it is thy. It is January, we are in the middle of Matt James season, but honestly, there's a lot more juicy stuff that I want to talk about, and that is Clarendale, and it is messy, and yes, I guess, spoiler alert, I don't know, it's all over the internet. Uh, they broke up, which should shock no one, absolutely no one, um, but it's not just like a nice, cute little breakup, Okay. A lot to uncover Clarendale. So this is how today's episode is going to go, you beautiful Rose Betches. We are going to break down all the Clarendale situation. The he said, she said, who's reporting? I'm telling you, if you want anyone that's like, what the hell's going on with this Clarendale character? Listen to the next couple minutes because I'm going to break it down. Timeline, it's in order. I got everything ready to go. So Clarendale. Then... We're gonna. There's like a lot of juicy Bachelor Nation stuff that happened this week. We're gonna discuss all of that. Okay, all the breakups, all the drama, all the arrest, <laughs> dating, who's dating, everything. Bachelor Nation. We'll get to, and then third on the docket for this beautiful episode will be a recap of the actual episode from the Nima Colton and Matt James on uh, earlier this week. So again, real quick, like. All this stuff happened. All this major Bachelor Nation breaking news happened, right? Uh, and I was just kind of nowhere to be found in terms of Instagram. Uh, I wish it was juicier, but I was on a work trip in the middle of nowhere um, in a pretty shady hotel for a couple nights. Work trip involved some overnight stuff, blah, blah, blah. It was fine. It was great. Filming, production, all that. But, like... I had to turn off the Instagram notifications because I was working during The Bachelor. Uh, and then when all the Clarendale shit broke, I was just like, oh my God, and I needed to focus on my job. So I sincerely apologize to all you Rose Betches for kind of going dark for the past 72 hours. But that's it. That's where I was. I was on a work trip that was pretty important. And, you know, not to say you guys aren't important, but you get what I'm saying. And I don't need to explain myself anymore. Okay. But here we go. I'm here. Hopefully I'm here the rest of the Mondays. We'll get back to Instagram Lives, Rosebud Podcast on Instagram. And I'll be with you, betches, because I'll be honest, I missed you. Okay? We were at uh, a thing, and The Bachelor was on TV, and I was like, nope, got turned off. So I finally caught up with it, and then Claire and Dale happened. So let's get in to the Claire and Dale breakup. Okay. So... It's wild and it's juicy, but pay attention. Okay, so Dale posts first. Sorry, back up. There's rumors, right? All rumors flying around, but, you know, there's so much rumor mill in Bachelor Nation that I never know what to believe, you know? So there are all these rumors that they broke up and then people are, like, screenshotting shit on Instagram. You know, first of all, shout out to the people on the internet that, like, figure this shit out. Like, oh, he was at this place, and look at the angle of this picture and this t-shirt she's wearing. I mean, you guys, you guys deserve, like, FBI awards. So there were rumors that they weren't doing well, that they broke up, that they're seeing people apart, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Then Dale posts on Instagram basically announcing that they broke up. Now, he posted on Instagram, and he posted on Instagram story. And here is what Dale posted first. I wanted to share with you all that Claire and I have decided to go our separate ways. We appreciate the love and support we've received some, from so many people, but this is the healthiest decision for both of us at this time. We strongly believe in leading with love and always remaining true to oneself, something our families have taught us and instilled in us throughout our lives. We only hope the best things for one another. Okay. Now, 
fine, nice, whatever. But like, there was one thing. We strongly believe in leading with love. No shit, Dale. That's what a relationship is, leading with love. But, and remaining true to oneself. So, what the hell was going on in that relationship? So that's what Dale posts, okay? He posts on Instagram, then he posts on Instagram story. Then, Dale deletes it, okay? It's up for a couple hours, Dale deletes it. Next morning, Claire posts on Instagram, throwing some serious shade at Dale. Here's what she said. I was made aware of a, quote, mutual statement at the same time you all were. So I've needed some time to really digest. Speaking for myself, my intentions with this relationship have always been very clear. The truth is that I am crushed. This was not what I expected, hoped for, and am still trying to process this. 2020 was one hell of a year with COVID, battling severe anxiety post-show, balancing a public new relationship, all while slowly losing my mother. It hadn't been ideal circumstances, but that is life, right? I have been looking forward to the light at the end of the tunnel. Our relationship was not perfect, but I can say I was genuinely invested with all my heart. I may not have all the answers, but I do know this. I will continue to show up, stand by my word, and be committed to love. So Claire's clearly pissed, okay? couple things. One, I was made aware of a mutual statement at the same time you all were. So that is bullshit if Dale just, like, did this on his own. Posted on his own, didn't confront her, okay? Another thing when she said, um, you know, obviously she's going through a hard time in 2020. There was something else I wanted to say. Um, oh, I was genuinely invested with all my heart, okay? There's rumors that Dale is just in it for the publicity, Okay, fame-seeking. Now, if I were to read those two statements, didn't have names attached to them, and I read Claire's and Dale's, to me, Dale seems very more PR-y, and Claire's seem more from the heart. Okay? So those are the two statements. Guys, the plot thickens. Okay, so then, E! News reports that there are stories out there saying Dale cheated the entire relationship with multiple people, he was always going around New York City with all these girls. People were putting up screenshots of him in New York with girls, not with Claire, a bunch of girls, etc. Um, and here's like a main quote from the E! News story. It said, it quoted, definitely looked like a date. Dale looked really smiling and happy with her. They were laughing and flirting. Okay. So... The next segment is now, like, the Dale cheating, did he cheat, did he not cheat, and how, like, kind of mainstream media is involved. And I have a major issue with the fact that E! News is running this, saying they have sources, and then here is their main quote. It definitely looked like a date. Dale looked really smiley and happy with her. They were laughing and flirting. I mean, this is the problem with this shit, guys. People just say shit. He could have been out to dinner with someone who was a real estate agent who we'll get to. But E! News is just running. This is, like, dangerous. Now, I know it's The Bachelor, okay? But you're seeing this in the world. You're seeing it in politics. You're seeing it in, like, real news that we're just running with shit because of sources and we can and we get to hide behind the anonymity of it and all this journalistic integrity, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, it may be true. It may not be true. Do I think – I don't freaking know if Dale was cheating. But that is, like, a dangerous thing 
to slap on a major entertainment news network and say, oh, cheating, 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 cheating. Stop the press because it definitely looked like a date. Dale was really smiley. And you know what? If someone's really smiley, that means they're cheating. And he was flirty. They were laughing and flirting. Cheating. Break up the marriage engagement. I mean, that's a huge issue. Okay? So I, you know, and again, it's like, it's The Bachelor. Who the frick cares? Well, it's people's lives. So if you're going to go out smearing Dale's name, I personally need a little bit more than a source said they were laughing and smiling, blah, blah, blah. So then there was more. Okay? Then the name surfaces of this alleged woman he was cheating with. Um, apparently, she's a real estate agent. First of all, absolutely beautiful. So, just going to put that out there. So, she's a New York City real estate agent, uh, a friend of Dale. Um, but apparently, this is a little more sufficient. She was like a girl that Claire, I guess, was jealous of. Or there was this this woman, Eleanor Segura, Srogo, whatever the hell her name is. Um was apparently the root of, like, the, a big fighting between Claire and Dale. And, like, listen, look, I get it, right? There's, like, from Claire's point of view, like, Dale's always hanging around with a smoking hot friend. Like, you know, Dale's attractive. You know, I, I get it. I get why Claire's like, oh, come on, what the heck? But I don't know. That's all I know. But I, on the surface, like, I get why Claire would be like, what the heck? Why are you hanging out with this chick? So then... Other news stories run shit. They are cheating. They aren't cheating. But then, leave it up to our boy, Reality Steve. Sent her a DM, which we all know how what Reality Steve thinks of me, but whatever. Sir, and this was her response. Dale and I are and have been platonic friends for years. We have never been romantically involved in any way. I was, I was excited for his engagement and only wish him the best. We have never been involved dating or romantically in any way whatsoever. Any claims we have dated or romantically involved were... Um, are blatant lies. So it's a pretty strong statement from this um, this individual, Eleanor. Eleonora? What a beautiful name. Also like an old lady name, but this this girl's beautiful. Okay, so that's that. Then Us Weekly comes... Guys, you still with me? What are you thinking? Uh, then Us Weekly comes out and says that he didn't cheat. Um, their quote is, There is zero truth to any cheating rumors. Dale was faithful the entire time he was dating Claire. He never cheated on her. Again, that's like per a source, a source close to Dale, a friend of Dale. Who, like, again, like, if you're going to make these wild accusations, and I hate to say it, like, I would have needed at this point in the world, in 2021, I would have needed to see, like, a video or a picture of Dale kissing another girl. Dale out to dinner with other girls ain't cutting it for me. He's floating around New York City with his real estate agent. You know, you guys watch the real estate shows. High-end real estate agents, it's like a lifestyle. Okay, you go out. You hang out. You have a social life. I'm sure Dale ran in that crowd with this girl. So that, you know, that's what it, you can make up, the best thing about this, you can make up your own opinion, right? I personally, for me, there's not enough to say you cheat, but for me, guys, for Eddie, for Rosebuds, what is like the nail in the coffin in all this is that Dale's sister basically came out on Instagram and said he never cheated, he was never unfaithful, this is ridiculous, don't drag my brother through it. Now, two things, and I'm going to contradict myself here, but this is this is why I like Dale's sister making the statement. Why I like it. One, she put a face to the name. She said, I'm Dale's sister, and this is what I think. She's not an anonymous source, she's not hiding behind Us Weekly or E! News, okay? So I respect that. I also get, 
you know, the other person on my shoulder saying, but it's his sister. Of course she's going to say good things. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But where's Claire's people saying things? All of them are hidden behind keyboards. Claire's putting up that cryptic Instagram post. So, you know, it is what it is. I thought it was very funny. Uh, I don't know if funny is the right word, but Ben Higgins came out and absolutely destroyed Dale for doing the anonymous breakup. Now, I will say this interview I'm about to play with Ben Higgins was prior to all of this unfolding. It was just like kind of the morning after, I guess he was at some golf tournament. Someone interviewed him and it was before all the cheating. He said, she said it was just about Dale's Instagram post. So take it with a grain of salt. But I thought Ben Higgins stepping up to play. So here's what Ben Higgins th- said. I am surprised. I think it was today that Claire uh, posted that she had no clue about their mutual statement. Uh, that this was shocking to her as well, that she found out that they were parting ways when everybody else did. Mm. Uh, I think that's completely inappropriate on his part. Like, I think it's, it's so wrong uh, that that's the way this went down. Uh, I, don't, I don't know the behind the scenes and why they split, but there's, no, there's nothing uh, that could bring it up to a place where she would be blindsided publicly and have to respond publicly uh, without knowing where they stood. Like, that's just wrong. Just a really bad move on his part. All right, so Juicy Juicy from Ben. Okay, so that was the Claire and Dare situation. You guys there? What do you think? I need to know. I'm back on the grid, guys. I'm here, okay? The DMs are popping. I will respond to everyone. Rosebud's podcast on Instagram. And send me some shit, okay? If you're finding out more or if I miss... I mean, I did a... I spent, like, hours on this research, getting the timelines right, doing everything. So that's where we're at as of right now, okay? Um, Clarendale are done. There was cheating. There wasn't cheating. I don't know. But, like, is anyone shocked? Seriously, is anyone shocked? This whirlwind romance, she blew up The Bachelor. Is anyone shocked? No. Um, They did seem like they, it was definitely, like, hot and heavy, and you just knew, guys. I've said this a thousand times on the show. You just knew that relationship, like, Went up like a hot stock and then burned like the recession <laughs> or like the Great Depression. Okay. Um, so it's a shame. Now, other Bachelor Nation news. Uh, lots to report on. So I want to get into it. Are you guys ready? How are you feeling? All right. Another uh, breakup that's just not going to get the exposure and the attention that it deserves, unfortunately, just because of everything going on right now and also because no one watched this Bachelor show. But. The Listen to Your Heart winners, Chris and Bree, broke up. Very sad. They were beautiful. Um, again, like, no one watched Listen to Your Heart. I loved Listen to Your Heart. They were beautiful. They now actually seem to be in love. Okay? That's why their joint statement is incredible, which I'm about to read to you. So, I guess they have joint Instagram because they're performers as well. They're musicians. So, they said, hey, fam. It pains us to say this, but we have made the difficult decision to go our separate ways. We met and fell in love in the most beautiful and unique way. And because of that, we have a special bond that will cherish forever. Thank you for the love and support of our fans, families, and friends, and in particular, Bachelor Nation. You made this experience so special and unforgettable. We still hope to make music and tour together in the future, but for now, we ask for privacy as we navigate next chapter. Um, love you forever, Chris and Bree. So, tough, beautiful. I, I, this actually does shock me. If you watch, listen to your heart, all two people of you, 
Uh, they were definitely like in love, not in lust. I think it was genuine. I think she, uh, Brie, like had a serious relationship prior, so this was kind of like new to her, and she was loving it. Um, that's sad. I think a bit naive to say they will play and tour again in the future, maybe in a couple years, but like I don't think they're going on tour in the summer or anything. They have some fire music out on Spotify. Go ahead and listen. Just a beautiful couple, and it's sad to see. But it's healthy that they dated and they're going their own separate ways. Okay? <laughs> All right, some other Bachelor Nation news. Becca Kufrin. Okay, this is getting juicy, guys. Becca Kufrin apparently was interviewed or said on her podcast, but I saw this article on Business Insider, that she would ask um, everyone on her season if she could okay if she could go back and do it all over again if she was the bachelorette she would ask all the guys who they voted for presidential person um now this is all because of the Garrett situation apparently Garrett had racist tweets and doing weird shit on Instagram um and obviously Becca Kufrin's like very um out there on on who she supports and what she supports and all the humanitarian causes and politically how she leans so. Here's some quotes, and then I want to I want to break it down. She said, I told him, him being Matt James, uh, I told him, look, if I was Bachelorette again, the second I walked into the house after meeting everyone, I would said, who did you vote for and why? Let's talk about it. Okay. Then she went on to say, there's no way in hell they show that conversation. Um, but for me, especially living through this past year, it would be so important to me. Okay. So a couple things. One absolutely hilarious that on a bachelor sponsored podcast that she works for and is probably paid to do she said there's no way in hell they show that conversation i mean she's she's correct clearly the bachelor obviously can't lose their white their white audience they right so for her to say that on the bachelor i mean i don't think they can be too happy but i applaud her for that acknowledging what we all say the ba- a very popular bachelorette is acknowledging that they would never show a conversation on their show about political and who you voted for and all that. Okay, that's a big deal. All right. Um, I think it's also interesting that she be like, she says something very interesting. Um, oh, especially living through this past year. So I mean, that's a clear, that is clear as day, uh, coming at what happened with her and Garrett. Okay. So another thing, so I get it. She is speaking from everything going on in political in the world right now, and she is also speaking from personal experience of being so in love with someone that she vehemently disagrees with politically, okay? And whatever. I'm not getting into it. Now, I'm going to say something, and if you don't like it, let me know, but, like, I know where Becca's coming from, okay? But if you're just saying, hey, night one, I'm going to ask these people who they vote for— I personally would be very turned off by that, okay? Just like you roll up out of the limo, you do your cool limo entrance, you go into mansion, you get your one-on-one time, and she's, boom, hitting you with, so who did you vote for? (laughs) Maybe it's me because, like, I don't put much weight in that stuff, but I don't know if I would like that. Can we get to know each other first and then get into the serious who'd you vote for? Because I do agree at some point in your relationship – you guys should talk about your political uh, thoughts and who you lean and who you like and what thoughts, thoughts and what, what is important to you. I do. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but night one to ask every single guy out of the limo who'd you vote for? And then what if you get an answer you don't like? Is he done? Like, 
if she asked him, night one, who'd you vote for? Garrett was like Trump. And obviously she would have sent Garrett home, okay? But, like, if you ask Becca right now, and I interviewed the both of them, okay? Go back and listen to that podcast. They were great people, okay? You know that. It's it's awkward. People will DM me, like, are you going to take the picture down? I'm not taking a picture down. I had a great time. Garrett was very nice to me. Becca was very nice to me, okay? Um, I spent, like, one night with them, guys, so I don't, like, know them, know them. But in that setting, they were very nice. Uh, I'm getting a little off track here because I'm getting a little heated by this. But I'll wheel it back in. I don't think you should ask that on night one. I do think it's very important. Um, I do think it should be discussed in relationships. But on night one, I, it, you know what? Fuck it. It would be entertaining. If you were like, oh, yeah, I'm a big Trump guy. Or, oh, I love Biden. Or I love Hillary. Like, that would be entertaining. And then you go back and forth. But then what do you do? But then what do you do about the guys like, oh, you know, I, didn't, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really vote. I don't really care about the political system. I think it's all so fucked up and all this shit. Like, it's just... I, she's right. There's no way in the hell the show would ever show it. So I think that's that. Um, but I applaud her for talking about it, and I'm pumped about it. What do you guys think? Is it important? Am I... You know, it's. Just, I think it's an important conversation. Not to get too heavy. But, like, say you're on a first date in the real world. Are you asking who they voted for or were their political leanings night one? I don't know. I don't know. I'd want to get to know them and see if they're even worth that conversation, to be quite honest. Um, all right, let's move on. Queen Victoria, Victoria Larson on Matt James season, uh, poor girl, uh, was arrested in 2012 for stealing $250 worth of items from a grocery store. Now, why are you telling me about this? This is from 2012. Well, the, the mugshot is resurfacing, and guys, it is not an attractive mugshot. <laughs> I'll put it on it. No, you know what? I'm not putting it on Instagram. This girl's been brought through the ringer google it if you want to find it uh tough mugshot now in 2012 she stole 250 dollars worth of stuff let's talk about it because you got to have an opinion on it personally like she stole shit from a grocery store i don't care people have done worse things in the world is she was she in a bad spot you don't know what was going on why did she she steal for fun was she just being immature in 2012 she would have been like early 20s was she you know she doing doing stuff she shouldn't have been doing did anyone get harmed is a question i would ask physically mentally you know she had, she she got caught and had to pay everything back i think it's you guys are going to kill me i think it's kind of funny okay victoria <laughs> queen victoria on the show stole 250 dollars worth of like groceries and cosmetic from a grocery store in 2012 it's pretty freaking funny and now she's calling herself the queen which is royalty I think it's funny. All right. I would love to know what she says. But again, like if she was going through a dark time and she needed the money and like you don't know the full story. Okay. So let's not be quick to judge. Let's not call her a terrible person. If she's remorseful and she's forgiveness and she owns up to it, then fine. Okay. People people can be forgiven. You got to forgive. All right. <laughs> That's Eddie. I'm so freaking delusional. All right. Couple other Bachelor Nation item news before we get into a quick recap of the episode. These ones are quick, so they're gonna be quick hitters. Uh, some good news: Zach and Taisha, our lovebirds, seem to be doing great. They're road tripping in upstate New York City, which is actually very beautiful. Um, I also saw a hilarious Instagram or TikTok of them doing Curious George, but to the theme of curb your enthusiasm. Very funny. They seem to be in love. It's still new, so we'll see. Time will tell. But I think I think they'll go on for maybe. At least the year. Um, 
Tyler Cameron is apparently dating a model named Camilla Kendra. Don't know anything about it. Apparently, she's been dating. He's been dating a lot of models, so obviously, he's freaking hot as hell. Date all the models you want. And then lastly, Hannah Brown is also dating some model. That looks like Tyler C. Okay? I saw a picture. Guy is obviously very attractive. Looks very much like Tyler C. Also, Hannah Brown has a YouTube channel where she talks all about her dating escapades. Why is this not more talked about? Like, she's known for dating. And, like, being engaged to that dud jet. And banging Peter four times in a windmill. Why, why do we not talk about her dating blog more? Maybe we should. And then Peter Weber, I don't have an update on him. Him and Kelly broke up. Kelly's in Key Largo. Looks like they're living her life. Uh, Barb is out there saying stuff. Barb's a little bit of a fame whore, okay? We all love Barb, but I think she's got to chill out, all right? So that's my Bachelor Nation news for you guys. I want to get into the episode, quick episode recap, because it was the Sarah show. God, the way they were saying Sarah was so annoying. Um, but one thing, so I told you guys I was traveling a lot for work okay i was in a shitty ass hotel room but you know it saved my life i brought with me my eucalypso home pillowcase i'm not even kidding i brought it with me and it saved my life it's the only reason i got a decent amount of sleep okay so eucalypso home makes insanely soft sheets from 100 organic eucalyptus fiber uh that are earth friendly they're a perfect balance of soft cooling and gentle on the skin and perfect uh, for that great night of sleep that you guys need. Okay, sleep is so important. I want to do more research on sleep. Maybe I should have like a sleep expert on the show. Would you guys be interested in that? It's just so interesting. Like you got to get enough sleep, and then there's the people that operate that don't need enough sleep. Whatever. Um, Eucalypso Home is designed for hot sleepers, people with sensitive and breakout and prone skin, and people who care about their sleep. Uh, their sheets feel like a cross between cotton and silk. They're super soft and cool to the touch, ultra-breathable, and their sheets are two times softer, three times more breathable, and up to ten times more sustainable than cotton sheets. I'm telling you guys, I have the pillowcases. When I put my head on the pillowcase, like, there is a sense of, like, ah, and calming, and just comfort. Like, my face feels really good on the sheet, and it has changed the way I sleep. So, um, if you know a hot sleeper, or if you know someone that just, like, would enjoy like good sheets and enjoys good sleep let them know about eucalyptus sheets okay favorite part again guys they are dermatologist approved they are hypoallergenic and antibacterial um and they provide a clean sleeping environment and prevents acne okay so you ain't you ain't waking up breaking out with the eucalyptus sheets okay um so do i have a deal of obviously a lifetime for you guys all right um for 10% off plus free shipping your, on your entire purchase, uh, go to eucalyptohome.com and use code ROSEBUD, R-O-S-E-B-U-D. 10% off and free shipping, guys. Try it out. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Instagram. I want to know. I love it. I put it up on Instagram that I sleep with it, and I love it. That's uh, E-U-C-A-L-Y-P-S-O-H-O-M-E.com and using code ROSEBUD. For 10% off plus free shipping on your entire purchase. Go ahead. Try it out. You won't be disappointed. I truly love it. Okay. Matt James, episode three at the Nema Colon. Shit's starting to heat up. Now, again, when I was on my uh, sojourn, we'll keep this quick because I know it's old news at this point. A lot of you guys were DMing me that this was like a great episode and like people were like, oh, I watched this episode I haven't watched in years and it was a great one or, oh my God, I can't believe the way they're treating them. So I'm not going to go into it like nitty gritty like I normally do, 
um, on the episodes, but there is a couple of like really important things I think we got to talk about, and also some freaking hilarious things. So it started off with Sarah fainting and then this erotic date. Now, first of all, why was Ashley I there? Also, what was she wearing? And also, like, isn't Ashley I's narrative that she was a virgin before going on the show? Why is she reading the erotic novel? Question number one. I could have done without Ashley I, quite frankly. Again, we interviewed her, uh, her and Jared. So listen to that episode where it's about the podcast. Couple, uh, God, that was probably a year ago or two years ago at this point. Wow. Time's flying. Um, but why was she there? Question number one. Question number two. Chris Harrison, you're writing erotic novels now? You got Fabio on the cover of some shit? Like, what? And why was Chris Harrison not there to read it? I needed him reading his own novel. Not Ashley I. And also, what's going on in Chris Harrison's life with Lauren Zima that he's writing an erotica novel? Is that what's called erotic? Erotica? I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, I also, they needed to unpack that more. They had one contestant saying, like, oh, it was funny, I would never thought it, blah, blah, blah. Why is Chris Harrison writing? I mean, like, think of other people in the world that would be hilarious. Let's see. Let's come up with a top five list of people that should write an erotic novel and top... I'll put this on Instagram. And top five people that should not write an erotic novel. Someone that I think should is this guy, Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) I think he would have some interesting shit to say. Uh, Someone that should not, like someone boring. Like, who's really... Like Mitch McConnell. (laughs) I think he's a senator or some shit. He should not write an erotic novel. Um... This could be fun. Hit me up on Instagram. Who do you who do you think should who would write a hilarious erotic? You know who should Franco, Franco, my favorite photographer. He should write an erotic novel. I would read that shit in a heartbeat. It would be beautiful. Okay. Also, erotic date. I didn't love it. Didn't think it was funny. Thought it was awkward. Could have been funny. I thought Queen Victoria slayed. Now Ashley, I apparently said on her podcast that Queen Victoria was very rude to work with. You know, I don't. She, she, I don't give a shit. Um, what did you guys think of the date overall? I thought it missed. But I thought the highlights were Ashley I. We'll get into what the hell she was wearing. I thought it was, like, lame. Chris Harrison, first of all, writing a novel. And then just, like, Victoria getting bleeped every five seconds. I mean, that girl... I said my thoughts on her a couple episodes ago on what she's probably like sexually. And I stand by it as supported by that. Um, so who won? Oh, Rachel from coming, Rachel, Rachel, who spells her name weird, from coming Georgia, of course the girl from coming Georgia won the erotic date, haha, she gets the rose, alright, then we're on to the Serena P one-on-one, this girl, Serena P is legit, guys, like, so legit, you're, you, when you're watching her, she is so relatable, she is so honest, she is so herself, she's not putting on a show, she's so comfortable in her own skin, she is like a joy to watch on this show, and you need these people, um, I thought it was like a, with them riding the horses, it was like a scene out of Yellowstone with, um, I don't know, do you guys watch Yellowstone, maybe not, I think only old people watch that, but again, very easy to be around, great comfortable, my only issue with the Serena P date is they were way too comfortable with the donkey just, like, floating around, okay? If I was on that date and the donkey was coming up to me, I would, like, scream. I would run for the hills. I'd be like, no, 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 I ain't doing this shit. Get the donkey out of here, all right? And I know the donkey's probably nice, but it's a real animal. It's a wild animal coming up to you in the hills of Pennsylvania, 
and it's a donkey like licking your face. No, no, I ain't do, I ain't putting up with a donkey while I'm trying to fall in love. I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. And they were way too nonchalant about the donkey. Okay, donkey had to go. It was funny, obviously, but in my if I was in that situation, I'd be like, no. Um, the turtles thing, very cute. I thought she, I honestly thought she was a bit harsh on him for the turtles. Um, but she was right, like, turtles don't really do anything. But, like, again, this is the conversation. If we're talking about a macro level, guys, like, she's legit. I think she's going to go far. I think she's, like, she she's only 22, which is phenomenal. Very mature. Big fan of Serena P. Um, I will say the Polaroid selfies that they were taking looked horrible, okay? Like, at, first of all, she should have been taking them. I know he's got long arms. But, like, the selfies, like, the selfie game, Matt James, step it up. Those are bad. Those are not good. Um, nighttime Serena P says she's falling in love in like a lot. I love that. I love when they're like, I'm falling in like, I use that in real term. Like I love when people in real life use that. Um, then she says she could potentially see herself falling in love and then she gets a rose. So Serena P is a real one. Um, and I'm here for her. Okay. Now the Sarah situation, is it me or is this whole thing overblown? Are the girls being too mean girls? Um, should they just ignore it, right? Like, my my big thing with the whole Sarah situation, guys, is that, again, I'm going to say two things here, okay? playing. I'm going to give you two opinions. One, ignore it, girls. Ignore her. Don't let her get to you. Talk about other shit, okay? Like, in the real world, don't let it bother you. Move on. Who the hell gives a shit? Don't give her the attention. If you think she's seeking attention, don't give it to her. Like, you, you could have avoided this. This is an avoidable situation, part one. Part two, I get it's a TV show. You have nothing else to do. You got no phones. Like, it's a common thing to bond on. The whole point of the show is to create drama. So I get it, okay? But this whole thing, if you, were, if you, if you truly were a contestant on the show, right, and this was bothering you, you could have just ignored it. You could have you truly, you truly to the core could have ignored. Me. Like, all right, I like screw it. I'm gonna get to know someone else. But um, I also thought it was again editing. I know that music way too mean girlsy, like way too teaming up on the girl. Um, and for what she did, I don't think it's that bad. Crashing the date, yeah, not great. Um, stealing time from Katie, yeah, not great. But like, it's not like Dale is making out with a girl, and she's pulling him off him. Does Sarah, the way Queen Victoria says Sarah, bothers me and drives me up a wall. It's Sarah, okay? Sarah, Queen Victoria, not Sarah. I hate the people that pronounce Sarah like that. It's Sarah. Um, Yeah, so I thought it was a little too Mean Girls-y. Is Sarah attention-seeking a little bit? Maybe, guys. Maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know the girl. Is it like, poor little me, poor little Sarah? Maybe, okay? But way overblown and way too mean girls is what I was thinking. Now, from all that, we had a extremely beautiful conversation. I had a good talk with Lynn. Lynn will be on very soon, by the way, guys. Um, the Katie and Sarah talk. Now I'm going to say Sarah just to piss you guys off. The Katie and Sarah talk was beautiful. And who would have thought from Vibrator Katie? Sex Lady Katie. <laughs> Sex Lady Katie. <laughs> That'd be a good Instagram account. Um, 
that we get a beautiful thing. Her father died in 2012. Um, Sarah's dealing with her father in ALS, which I said is just an absolutely heartbreaking disease, okay? Um, beautiful. Now, again, like, where it gets a little bit more hazy is then Sarah goes and tells Dale I'm leaving, and we think she's going to tell Dale that she is leaving because of her dad's situation. Okay, that's what she told Sarah. Again, what we saw on television. But she goes and tells Dale that she's leaving because she can't be on... She can't be there with the girls. Okay? Now, editing. I think, in my heart of heart, that Sarah did tell Dale that she left for the girls and to be with her dad. I do think she said that. I just... I confidently don't think it was aired. Reason? Uh... I think you got to tell Dale that, right? And two, Dale tweeted something a couple weeks ago about supporting ALS, so he clearly knew about it. So I do think she told Dale that. I think the show did not show that on purpose, okay? And a lot of people are blown up. Oh, my God, she's so manipulative. Again, the editing, the poor girl. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but that was the Sarah situation, Sarah and Katie talk. Next week, it looks like we get some new girls, and one might be an escort. I mean... I'm here for that. Um, and that that's kind of what I got. Um, the only thing in terms of uh, segments, the, the, the item at the beginning of the episode in terms of best dress, worst dress, Ashley Eyes teal pants, they were awful. They were like they looked like something from the 70s. They were horrific. I didn't like them. Um, Sarah's wardrobe when she was reading the date card at the very beginning of the episode it was a red crop top first of all she's jacked great bod but like it was a weird crop top did anyone catch that it wasn't like a normal cute crop top it was something off-putting about the crop top maybe i'm just out of it and then sarah i don't know if this is news guys but like rumors surfaced that sarah dated a rapper named g easy like last year Okay? And I think the article's resurfacing and people are jumping to conclusions that she's dating G-Eazy now. The article is from February of last year. Okay, Not now. So, again, like, be careful on the shit that you're reading. Goes back to what I said at the top of the episode. Um, that's what I got. Ratings, 5.02 million, up from 4.8 million. So, 5, 4, 5 is the first three episodes. Seems like we're going to be in that 5 area uh, much higher than Claire's season um also the Bernie Sanders memes are absolutely hilarious please send them to me Rosebud's podcast on Instagram the meme of him sitting I mean if you haven't seen it you're living on a rock him sitting with the mittens oh my god they're so freaking funny especially the Bachelor Nation ones please send me them I love them and also speaking of the inauguration what was Lady Gaga wearing okay I know she put up a thing about the dove it was great first of all the dove was like 18 inches the dove was a little too big but I mean the red <laughs> the red like skirt thing that looked like she was in footloose what was Lady Gaga wearing beautiful voice be everything was beautiful I'm just asking at the inauguration what was Lady Gaga wearing um, alright absolutely 100% confirmed massive interview coming up and I said it a couple weeks ago who the person was and I cannot be more excited. It's going to be on Zoom, so there's going to be video. I think Helen's going to be involved. I'm hoping to get it up in the next week or two. I just got to get through some logistical items. But, you know, I'm a big fan of guys. This is me. Like, I I've wanted to interview this person the past couple weeks. 
we're going to do it. And it's going to be a freaking fun time. So if you want to do something in life, manifest it. Put it out there. Put that shit out there. Okay? Just say it. And force yourself to do it. Rate, review, subscribe. Rosebuds Podcast on Instagram, YouTube. Lots of video action this year. Um, And we'll see you next week. What are you guys thinking? Be safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. God bless. And we'll see you next time, Rose Betches. Hi, this is Patty Cohen. You listen to Rosebuds with Uncle Eddie and Mommy. I love you guys.